Shalom. Welcome back to Wind of the Spirit BRS. Today is Saturday, the 28th of January, 2023. And we are in the beginning God, the Genesis series. We have made it to Genesis 41. So if you all want to get your Bibles, grab you something to drink, and find you a comfortable seat to sit in, we'll begin the session. Genesis 41 Pharaoh's dreams And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream Behold he stood by the river Suddenly there came out of the river seven cows fine looking and fat They fed in the meadow And behold seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. The ugly cows, gaunt, and the ugly and gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows. So Pharaoh awoke, and he slept, and dreamed a second time. The second seven years, suddenly seven years, Let's go back to chapter to verse 5. He slept and dreamed a second time. Suddenly seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, plump and good. And behold, seven thin heads, blighted with east wind, sprang up after them. The seven thin heads devoured the seven plump full heads. So Pharaoh awoke, and indeed it was a dream. Now, came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. The chief butler spoke to Pharaoh, and saying, I remember my faults this day. But Pharaoh was angry with his servants. He put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker. We each had a dream in one night, and I, and he and I, each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his dream. Now, there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard, and he was told, and he interpreted, we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man he interpreted according to his own dream. It came to pass just as he interpreted for us. So it happened. He restored me to my office, and he hanged him. Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. They brought him quickly 
out of the dungeon. He shaved and changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream and there is no one who can interpret it. But I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. So Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I stood on the bank of the river. Suddenly seven cows came out, came up out of the river, fine looking and fat. They fed in the meadow. And behold, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and gaunt. Such ugliness as I have never seen in all the land of Egypt. The gaunt and ugly cows ate up the first seven, the fat cows. When they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had even eaten them. They were just as ugly as at the beginning. So I woke. Also, I saw in my dream suddenly seven heads came up on one stalk, full of full and good. And behold, seven heads withered, thin and blighted, by the east wind sprang up after them, and the thin heads devoured the seven good heads. So I told this to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. <coughs> Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. The seven thin and ugly cows, which came up after them, are seven years. The seven empty heads, blighted by the east wind, are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt, but after them seven years of famine will arise, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will deplete the land, so the plenty will not be shown, will not be known in the land because of the famine following, for it will be very severe. And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select discerning and wise men, discerning and wise man, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let, let Pharaoh do this, and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. Let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming, and store up grain un, under the authority of Pharaoh, and let them keep food in the cities. Then that food shall be as reserve for the land for the seven years of famine, which will be in the land of Egypt, that the land may not perish 
during the famine. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and the eyes of all his servants. Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over the, all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he had him ride in the second chariot with, with which he had. And he cried out before him, Bow the knee! So he set him over the, all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, without your consent, no man may lift his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephnat Paneha. And he gave him a wife and then Asanat daughter of Hoti Phira, priest of On. So David, uh, so Joseph, went out over all the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. Now in the seven plentiful years, the ground brought forth abundantly. So he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid the food in the cities. He laid up in every city the food of the fields which surrounded them. Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting, for it was immeasurable. And so Joseph was born so and to Joseph was born two sons before the years of famine came. Whom Asenat, the daughter of Potipira, priest of On, bore him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For God has made me forget all the toil, all my toil in all my father's house. The name of the second was called Ephraim. God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my, of my affliction. Then the seven years of plenty which were in the land of Egypt ended, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. Famine was in all the lands. In all the land of Egypt there was bread. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. The Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph. Whatever he says to do, do you do. The 
famine was over all the land, the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, and the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. So all countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, because the famine was severe in all the lands. Genesis 42, verse 1. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, <coughs> Why do you look at it one another? He said, Indeed, I have heard that there is a grain in Egypt. Go down to go to that go down to that place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. So Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, Lest some calamity befall him. And the sons of Israel went to buy grain among those who sojourned there, who journeyed, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Joseph saw his brothers, recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them, spoke roughly to them. And he said to them, Where do you come from? They said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he had dreamed about them, and said to them, You are spies, who have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said to him, No, no, my lord, but your servants have come to buy food. And we are all one man's sons. We are honest men. Your servants are not spies. But he said to them, No, but you have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said, Your servants are twelve brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And in fact, the youngest is with our father today. No one is more, and, and one is no more. Sorry. But Joseph said to them, It is as I spoke to you, saying, You are spies. In this manner you shall be tested by the life of the Pharaoh. You shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you, and let him bring your brother, and you shall be kept in prison, that your words may be tested to see whether there is any truth in you, or else, by the life of Pharaoh, surely you are spies. So he put them all together in prison three days. And Joseph said to them, third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, 
Let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house, but you go and carry grain for the famine of your houses. And bring your youngest brother to me, so your words will be verified, you shall not die. They did so. Then they said to one another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, for we saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we were not here. Therefore this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not speak to you, saying, Do not sin against the boy, and you would have not listened. Therefore, behold, his blood is now required of us. But they did not know that Joseph understood them, for he spoke to them through an interpreter, and he turned himself away from them and wept. Then he returned to them again and walked with them, and he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. Joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grain and to restore every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey. Thus he did not he did for them, so they loaded their donkeys with the grain and departed for the, from there. But as one of them opened his sack to give his donkey feed at the encampment, he saw his money that it was there in the mouth of his sack. So he said to his brothers, My money has been restored. There, there it is, in my sack. Then their hearts failed them. They were afraid, saying to one another, What is this that God has done to us? Then they went to Jacob, their father, in the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, This man who is lord of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies in the country. But we said to him, We are honest men. We are not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of one father. One is no more, and the youngest is with our father this day in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the country, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me, Take food for the famine of your households and be gone. And bring your youngest brother to me, so I shall know that you are not spies, but that you are honest men. I will grant your brother to you, and you may trade in the land. Then it happened as they emptied their sacks that surprisingly each man's bundle of money was in the sack. And when they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. Jacob, their father, said to them, You have bereaved me. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin? All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons, if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my hands, and I will bring him back to you. But he said, My son shall not go down with you. For his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If only, if any calamity should befall him along the way in which you go, then you would bring down my gray hair and sorrow to the grave.
Genesis 43, verse 1. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass, when they had eaten up the grain which they had bought, had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little food. But Judah spoke to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face, unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy your food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face, unless your brother is with you. Israel said, Why did you deal so wrongfully with me as to tell the man whether you still had a brother, another brother? But they said, The man asked us pointedly about ourselves and our family, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? He he told him, according to these words, Could we possibly have known that he would say, Bring your brother down? And Judah said to Israel his father, Send the lad with me. We will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him. From my hand you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you, send you to you and set him before you, let me bear the blame forever. For if we had not lingered, surely by now we would have returned the second time. And the father of Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry them as a present for the man. A little balm, a little honey, spices, myrrh, and pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double money in your in your hand. Take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also and arise, go back to the man. And may God Almighty give you mercy for the man, that he may release your other brother, Benjamin, if I am bereaved. I am bereaved. So the man took the present. So the man took that present and Benjamin, and they took double money in their hand, and arose and went down to Egypt. And they stood before Joseph. And Joseph saw Benjamin with them. He said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my home and slaughter an animal, and make ready for these men will dine with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph ordered, ordered, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid because they were about were brought into Joseph's house. They said, It is because of the money which was returned in our sacks for the first time that we are brought in so that he may make case against us and seize us to take us as slaves with our donkeys. When they drew near to the steward of the Joseph's house, 
They talked with him and at the door of the house and said, Oh, sir, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, but it happened when we came to the encampment and we opened our sacks, and there each man's money was in the mouth of his sack. Our money is in full weight, so we have brought it back in our hand, and we have brought down other money in our hands to buy food. We do not know who put the money back in our sacks. But he said, Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father will give, has given you treasure in your sacks. And I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. So the man brought the men, the men sorry. So the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water. And they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys feed, and they made the present ready for Joseph coming at noon. For they heard that they would be eat they would eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house, and bowed down before him to the earth. Then he asked them about their well being. And he, he said, Is your father well? The old man of whom you spoke, is he still alive? They said, Yes, your servant. Our father is good and in good health. He is still alive. And they bowed their heads down and prostrated themselves. And he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son. And he said, is this your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And they said, He said, God be gracious to you, my son. Now his heart yearned for his brother. So Joseph made haste and sought somewhere to weep. He went into his chamber and wept there. He washed his face and came out. They restrained himself and said, Serve the bread. So they set him the place by himself and them by themselves. The Egyptians were, who ate with them by themselves because Egyptians could not eat food with Hebrews for well, this is an abomination to Egyptians. They sat before him the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his, birth, his youth. And men looked in astonishment at one another. Then he looked, serving them, and he took servings to them from before him. But Benjamin's servings, serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. Genesis 44 Verse 1. He commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Also put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and his grain money. So they did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning dawned, the men were sent away, and they 
they and their donkeys. When they got, when they had gone off the city, out of the city, they were not yet far off. Joseph said to his steward, "Get up, follow the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is not this the one from which my lord drinks, and with which he indeed practices divination? You have done evil in my in so doing." So that he overtook them, he spoke to them these words, same words, and they said to him, Why does my Lord say these words? Far be it from us that, our, that your servants should do such thing. Look, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan the money which we found in the mouth of Asaks. How could we steal silver or gold from the Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be thy Lord's slaves. And he said, Now also let it be, according to your words, he with whom it is found shall be slave, and you shall be blameless. Then each man speedily let down his sack to the ground, and each opened his sack. So he searched, and he began with the oldest, and left off with the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey, and returned to the city. So Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house. He was still there, they fell down before him on the ground, Joseph said to them, What deed is this you have done? Did you not know that such a man as I can certainly practice divination? Then Judah said, What shall we say to my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of our servants, of your servants. Here we are, my Lord's slaves, both we and he also with whom the cup was found. But he said, Far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose hand the cup was found, he shall be my slave. And as for you, go up in peace to your father. And Judah came near to him and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's hearing. And do not let your anger burn against your servant, for you are even like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age is young, his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children. His father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes on him. And we said to my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. 
But you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you shall see my face no more. So it was when we went up to your servant, my father, that we told him the words of my Lord. And our father said, Go back and buy us a little food. But we said to him, We cannot go down in our young, if our youngest brother is with, is with us. Then we can go down. But we may not see the young man's face again unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me. And I said, Surely he is torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. But if you take this one also from me, and calamity befalls him, you shall bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. Now therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, since his life is bound up in the lad's life, it will happen when he sees that the lad is not with us, that he will die. So your servants will bring down the gray hair of your servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, Your servant became surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the blame before my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad as a slave to my lord. Let the lad go with his brothers. For how shall I go to my father if the lad is not with me? Thus perhaps I see the evil that would come upon my father. Genesis 45, verse 1. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him. He cried out, Make everyone go out from me. So no one stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud. The Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does your father still live? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near to me. So they came near. He said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here. But God sent me before you to preserve your life. For these two years the famine has been in the land, 
and there are still five years in which there will be which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve the posterity for you in the earth, to save your lives by great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God, and he has made me a father to Pharaoh, the Lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to your fa- to my father, and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not tarry. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen. You shall n- be near to me. You and your children, your children's children, your flocks, and your herds, and all that you have. There I will provide for you lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty. For there are still five years, there are still five years of famine. Behold your eyes, the eyes of my brother Benjamin, see that it is my mouth that speaks to you. So you shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt and of all that you have seen you shall be- hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. Moreover, he kissed all of his brothers and wept over them. After that, his brothers talked with him. Now the report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brothers have come. So it pleased Pharaoh and his servants well. And the Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your your animals and depart. Go to the land of Canaan. Bring your father and your households and come to me. And I will give you the best of the land of Egypt. And you will eat the fat of the land. Now you are commanded to do this. Take carts of the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives, bring your father and come. Also, do not be concerned about your goods, for the best of all the land of Egypt is all yours. Then the sons of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them carts according to the command of Pharaoh. And he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave to, he gave to all of them... <laughs> gave to all of them, to each man, changes of garments. But to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of garments. And he sent his father, to his father these things, ten donkeys loaded with good, the good things of Egypt, ten female donkeys loaded with grain, bread and food for his father for the journey. So he sent his brothers away, and they departed, and he said to them, See that you do not become troubled along the way. Then they went up to Egypt, out of Egypt, and came to the land of Canaan, to Jacob their father. And they told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and he is governor of all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart stood still, 
because he did not believe them. But when he told them, told him all the words which Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob his father, the spirit of Jacob their father, revived. Then Israel said, It is enough. Joseph my son is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. That concludes today's reading in Genesis, In the Beginning God, the Genesis series. I hope you've enjoyed this series so far, and will continue on with me in the series. Until next week, may God richly bless you all. Shalom.